Welcome back to the Memory Jogger podcast with Jason and Wyatt. This is Jason over here on Channel 1, and we've got Wyatt over there on Channel 2. Might be crazy, but I ain't dumb. Crazy Cooter coming at you. Oh, wait. <laughs> It'd be Roscoe. Well, that's what I used to have as a call sign back in the radio days, the CB radio days. I don't remember ever having a CB radio or a, uh, a call name call sign. But I guess I set you up for a uh, Dukes of Hazard reference with that one. You did. Because <laughs> especially well, I was going for a whole other thing in my head, and then you threw that one at me. So <laughs> save it for next time. There you go. Well, we are ready to uh, jog our memories and run down a few childhood dreams, as always, which we hope you will enjoy listening to and maybe even stir up some memories of your own. Well, before we had our special... 80s Innovations show, uh, we decided our next regular show would be a little inventory of our childhood toy boxes. Yeah, and uh, it was actually kind of comical because we were talking about this really since our debut episode of our toy collections, what we had and so forth, and it just seemed like it carried over maybe an episode or two and then another episode or two it makes sense we just got to talk about it right we talked about several of these during our uh, 80s christmas gifts episode as well so we'll probably glance over those that we already mentioned there and we'll invite people to go listen to that show to get a little bit more on those but from what I have written down, uh, we might be here a while tonight because I have a pretty good memory of what was in my toy box. <laughs> I, if I would have written it down, I think we'd be here all night. So we'll, <laughs> well work I, off my memory. That's cool. I, I, I'm anxious to hear how that comes out because that could be really, really good with, uh, oh, yeah, I do remember having that. And I, right. I'm sure there'll be a few of those moments tonight for me as well. But, uh, Anyway, before we get into our toy box inventory, we've got a couple shout outs to throw at you. And then we're also got a icebreaker from uh, the headlines from this past week that we'll uh, talk a little bit about. But our shout outs begin uh, back to our uh, VHS memories show. And over on Facebook, uh, Sean Johnson chimed in we got our vcr for christmas i believe in 1985 and the first thing we recorded later that day was a christmas story so that's kind of appropriate that being uh the christmas staple that it is uh over on tbs right (laughs) to have that taped uh brian roboticist uh don't think that's his real last name but that is cool nonetheless he says hey man as an avid VCR tape collector, I really dig this episode. Good work, man. Thank you for that, Brian. And then from our 80s Innovations episode, uh, Sean Johnson chimed in again, said, enjoyed it, guys. Brian also said, I totally dig this show. Keep up the great work, guys. And Dave, over at the 80s Reboot Overdrive podcast and the 80s Reboot blog, he says, love that you guys picked Teddy Ruxpin as one of your picks. I didn't have one, but he was definitely an innovation for animatronics. Have you seen the new one that will be released soon? 
And the answer to that, I did reply to him over on the blog, was yes. Have you seen this, Wyatt, when they teased it about a month or so ago? You know, I actually did see it. Um, I'm fascinated. I, I, I think there was a YouTube video tied to it, demo, but I yes. did not get to see it thanks to my illustrious, robust internet that is at work. Um, <laughs> uh, Dial-up was like at 28.8. But uh, anyway, it was. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see it, so I wanted to see if it was the same voice mm-hmm. uh, or if they kind of had someone spoof it. Yeah, uh, I couldn't really tell. I don't. I, I guess I have somewhat of an idea of what Teddy Ruxpin sounded like back in the day. But the one thing that really first caught my attention, which probably caught everybody's attention, was those eyes, the LED eyes he has yes, now. I, yes, I saw that. <laughs> a little creepy, I got to say. And him looking around the room, <laughs> that kind of a thing. Uh, it looked like the video was captured at like a some kind of toy show and these uh these i think it was a couple girls that host some kind of uh, review uh like vlog or something on on YouTube were there and uh, a gentleman from the manufacturer was there and had one of the prototypes basically and i want to say they were looking at releasing those things uh, maybe around August of this year. So I, I very well could be a, one of those Teddy Ruxpin uh, die for at Christmas moments <laughs> right. in 2017 if this thing takes off like it did back in the day. But I don't know. I'm a little skeptical, even though it's kind of cool that he comes with like a four gig hard drive or something. So you can basically... I think transfer stories right to his hard drive. And there's also some kind of app that you can interact with uh, and basically turn the page and he talks looking at your app. So it's all very interactive uh, as far as technology goes compared to what the original was, which he had the storybook, you know, and, the cassettes and probably that chiming sound. You remember all those read along books back in the day where oh yes, you'd hear that little chiming sound and that meant to turn the page. And <laughs> uh, I want to talk to you about those uh, on our other show on mass cast. Cause I've stumbled on a couple of those mask ones that are really fun. Really? Anyway, uh, thanks for, uh, for chiming in on Teddy Ruxpin there, Dave. And uh, I think that's going to about do it for our feedback. Uh, you want to get into some icebreaker news headlines? Sure. Uh, let's, uh, I guess we'll talk about the uh, the not so pleasant at the beginning. We lost Mary Tyler Moore yesterday at the ripe age of 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know some of us know her very well, especially from the Mary Tyler Moore show back in the day. Uh, that's the only, I'll be honest, that was really the only exposure I really had of her. And that was in reruns. Uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, you'd hear her name pop up every now and then. I didn't really have that much of a, I guess, following or connection with her uh, since that show. I don't know if yeah. you were the same way as me. 
basically, uh, I remember her more for the Dick Van Dyke show and watching that on Nick at Night, uh, some of those episodes. And really wasn't my thing. I never really connected. Um, but I know just from reading the headlines today and even yesterday, uh, she was a, uh, basically a role model for a lot of the comedians and uh, actors, actresses of the time. And really, I guess, was one of the uh, icons for women in television, uh, breaking into that role and being a role model, really, for the woman of the time and opening doors for other women to get major roles on TV shows and such. So right. uh, I saw a lot of those kind of tributes as I was scrolling through my feed today, but yeah, I don't, don't have a lot to add because I haven't really watched a lot of uh, either of those two shows that we mentioned or some of her later work. I know she had a recurring role, I think on 30 rock. It might've been because uh, I, I saw some tribute from Tina Fey. So yeah, I I just I didn't have a close connection with her, but I know she was an icon for many people. Right. Uh I'm going to throw one at you that I saw just I think it was just today. Uh they're making You remember this the movie What About Bob with Bill Murray? I think that was early 90s, maybe 91, I want to say. I I think so and I vaguely I I don't remember much of that. Oh, unfortunately. Man. That was one of my go-tos back in the days of rentals. And anytime it was on TV, it was one that me and I, one I remember me and my mom watching together and just laughing at, uh, <laughs> at Bob and his antics. But they're making that into a TV show pilot. And nice. the, the lead is going to be a female this time. So they pulled the gender swap uh, again on yet another uh, movie slash TV show property. Um, and I can't remember exactly which network had ordered it to go to pilot. So mm. be interesting to see how that all happens. And I don't know, some of these I'm like, yeah, that's a mistake for <laughs> trying to revive or, just can't see the the gender swap, whether male or female, on some of these that they've they've put out there. And uh, this one, I don't know. I'm kind of up in the air. Like I said, I loved it back in the day, but this movie's 25 years old. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It's it's very well removed from the the eye of uh, Hollywood. So I don't know. It, it might be something that could work. Uh, several coming out soon, movies and TV shows that uh, I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to check it out or not. <laughs> uh, what's another one you got? Well, I actually, uh, excuse me, I, I came across uh, something really odd today. Uh, I'd seen this actually on Good Morning America, but really, really briefly, they were commenting about it, mm -hmm. uh, about this house being 
for sale. Didn't think anything of it. And I'm going through the news today, and there's that same house. And just as I was actually getting ready to click off of it and go to another like page down or something, I thought I was like actually seeing an optical illusion. <laughs> uh, and I look up in the corner, and I'm sitting there going, that's, no, that's not. So I actually had to open the article up, zoom in, and I thought originally it was just a painted black and white Bell 222. Lo and behold, it's not. It's an actual Airwolf replica. Uh, it, I actually had to read the article. It doesn't give you too much information on that. It just says it was a deactivated Airwolf that is basically part of the decor. <laughs> and it goes with the sale of the house. Oh, wow. So I'm like, I could care less about the house. I'm sure it's impressive. Can I just buy Airwolf and call it good? <laughs> I'm just saying. So deactivated and means not. It's probably operable. the engine's probably out of it. Gotcha. That's a guess. I mean, who so knows? Could, Maybe if yeah. I can hotwire that sucker. So you could sit in it. I wonder if it would, uh, if it has those actuators for the <laughs> guns on the side that you that could. That would be so sweet. <laughs> and the and the missiles on the bottom to open and close. But, you know, it has, to, it has to have the detail. It has to hiss when you open and shut the door. <laughs> right. So, or uh, I, I can only imagine. Wow. So what, how much was, what was the price tag on the house? It was, I don't remember the price. It was in the millions. Uh, but once I saw Airwolf, the rest of the article kind of went blur to me. I'm like, oh, there's my, co- there's my helicopter. Yeah. Um, so, so String and Dom upgraded the uh, the cave they had it hidden in. I guess. Yeah, they up, upgraded the layer. I'll tell you what, <laughs> they must have found Sinjin, and I'm like, you know what? Everybody knows we have it anyway. Might as well just park it here. You know. That's fun. Okay, so here's a question back at you, real quick. If you can answer it quick. Okay. So you you uh, buy this house, or you have enough to buy this house? Let's say it's. I don't know. 25 million. 25 million. Yeah. Uh, and you could have a replica of any 80s vehicle parked in your driveway or on top of your roof. What would you pick? Would it be Airwolf or it, would it be the what? general first? Or You know, it's really sad because I want all three, uh, meaning general kit and Airwolf. Uh, that's mm. my, that's my arsenal. Um, I love helicopters because of Airwolf. And as much as I love the General Lee as well, uh, if money were no object, I think I'd, I'd go for the full bling and just Airwolf. And it has to be a functional one, not a statue sitting out there. I want to be able to flyer. I know jets, jet engines aren't quite the thing on a helicopter just yet. But, <laughs> you know, someone could dream and then put fireworks in the cannon and make it look like I'm shooting something. <laughs> Uh, I mean, even if it didn't have the jet engines and you just flew overhead, oh and yeah, you could. You had some kind of PA system. You could pump out that the music, that, the sound, and the music. The sound mainly, where it's just that roaring, yeah. you know, sound effect they always used in Airwolf, which sounded like they were just oh, like breaking glass. But yeah, <laughs> I I love that helicopter. That that's what got me in. That's I think that's what drew me in because mm-hmm. I really wanted to fly helicopters for that was a reason, not a big reason, but that was a reason I joined the air force. I had this 
big, big dream of actually uh, <laughs> watching the show. I had this big fantasy dream that I would start up a Santini Air of my own somewhere <laughs> and do rental helicopters and planes and sails and all that gimmick and stuff. Never thought I'd actually have a you know an airwolf of any type, but yeah. I thought I'd get into it and kind of mimic copycat the Santini Air, do the paint job and whole nine. I was going to say if if you got airwolf, then you might as well just buy the Santini <laughs> Santini Air chopper with that design and the Jeep that goes with it. Heck yeah! Right well, I know where the, the well. The funny part is I do know where the uh, the original. Santini Air helicopter is it's up oh, in, yeah? it's up in Minnesota as a TV uh, TV helicopter broadcast no helicopter. Uh, if you actually look Google the tail number, which is N two zero four four Charlie or C, it will. There's actually a web page for it, and there it is. It's set up as it's painted. You don't even recognize it. Just mm-hmm. the the we would call it a license plate number. Airplanes helicopters call it a tail number. And that's mm-hmm. where it's located. The original Airwolf that they did actually use in the air got sold and was transported over to Germany eons ago, uh, I think around 90 ish. Mm-hmm. And it actually crashed. So the true Airwolf that, that actually did all the flying is gone. Um, there was the studio Airwolf that they used. Uh, I was reading some blogs. Uh, someone actually said they worked for CBS and it, they did dismantle that because in, in, in the movie business, a prop is a prop. doesn't matter what it is. Right. It's a prop. So, so the, the sentimental side is not there. It's a business. So they scrapped, according to him, they scrapped it. But when mm-hmm. I'm reading this article, even though it's so, so small, it kind of tells me that this might've been that particular Helicopter, like maybe the guy rescued it, if if nothing else, the shell of it from like junkyard. So it might be you know a bare bones, empty uh, shell inside of the the helicopter. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then then again, there's a guy. Um, oh, we should turn this into Airwolf episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, but there's a guy out in um, East Coast somewhere, like Lower East. Uh, uh, Kentucky, um, I know it's not really East Coast, but it's like the the eastern side of the states. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he did a replica Airwolf, and he threw it in the aviation museum for quite some time. Oh, cool! And it's I think it's still there, or it's been it got moved somewhere else. Um, but it was in the museum. The only thing it was minus was the guns. He has the yeah. spot for it, but he wasn't able to finish it with the the guns itself. I'm going to have to look that up because we get through Kentucky about every year on our yeah. way to PA. So maybe that's road trip that for is, 2017. We'll be, uh, yeah, or yeah, we'll be a, be a stop on a tour. We take cool. That's well, what just, you get for asking my opinion right there. <laughs> All right. Well, just quickly, my choice would be since you got the whole arsenal there for airwolf, then I'll just get the whole arsenal for Knight Rider. And I'll have kit. I'll have the flag tractor trailer. I'll have uh, Devin's Mercedes. <laughs> and oh, what the heck? I'll have car as well. 
since I got kit, I might as well have a car. And then, well, if I'm if I'm gonna have the the flag tractor trailer, I might as well have Goliath too. So we can put car in the back of Goliath. There you go. And put kit in the <laughs> in the flag tractor trailer, and we'll go to we'll cruise the uh, U.S. to several car shows. Now, which now which car would you have? Because remember, there was two different color tones for car. Um, you mean the <laughs> see? Well, the, the first one he was just all black and had the yellow light, correct? He actually he never actually the front sensor light was never yellow. They did that. They changed it yellow in the second when basically the car returns. So they thought, changed the, the was car, it, changed the front. They changed the the mouthpiece was always yellow. The mouthpiece. Okay, that's I remember the yellow lights. From that, so it was, yeah. it was basically identical in the. I can't First. remember which episode that was, but I want to say yeah. trust doesn't rust or something like that. Yeah, trust doesn't rust is the first one, which was and all. And then Kit versus Car is the one in the second season, right? Right, and that's where they paint the lower portion of the car gray. gray. Well, I'm and gonna have to have part. it gray. Yeah, you got to have it just for that differentiation. You know, if you're gonna have Kit, you got to have Car with the gray. True, but you know, I secretly, after watching that episode, I secretly liked the gray paint job better than all black for a while. For oh, yeah. a long time, I'm like, you know what? I think Kit would look great with a gray stripe. <laughs> now, I saw, this was shortly after we moved here, and I was on my way home one evening after work, and I saw, is it an 82 yeah. Trans Am? Mm-hmm. Uh, it had to have been either that year or just maybe one year off either way. And it was all gray. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's, that's it's gray. It's all gray. I had never seen like an all gray one before. Um, and it was kind of beat up and it was basically a clunker, but you could tell. And I, what got me was the taillights. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that was a, a normal paint scheme or maybe the paint had just worn off and it was, <laughs> I didn't get a close look at it, but well, it was all is, gray. There's an episode of Knight Rider where, uh, if you remember actually where Kit gets that, gets uh, sunk it into that big acid bath and is like completely gone. Uh huh. And they recreate Kit. Well, before they paint him black, he's out there in primer gray. Oh, okay. So that might be okay. why someone might have done a copycat of that. <laughs> well, I don't think it was intentional, to be honest, the, what I remember of that car. But anyway, I, that just sticks out of my mind. That one ride home, right. I was like, I'm right behind Kit. <laughs> so anyway. All right. Well, I think we – did we want to go through any more uh, icebreaker news? Or? Just one, just a uh, real snippet, and that's it's, – it's the uh, 38th – birthday of the dukes of hazard my favorite show i had to shout it out and say happy birthday dukes <laughs> very cool but uh yeah that's about all i got okay uh i'm gonna throw one more out there i did find this one today too at the nhl all-star game this year they're going to temporarily have the diner from wayne's world the one that you remember who owned the diner, of course, the, at least the actor who, I, I don't remember the actor. It's been so long since I've watched it. It's Al, it's Al Bundy. 
He was he was behind the counter. Seriously? The, yeah. It's been that long. I don't remember. That's <laughs> I gotta watch it now. <laughs> it's been years since I watched Wayne's World too, but uh, the diner where they're at, and there's several shots. It was actually based on a diner, I think in Chicago, that was uh, owned by a hockey player. And for this All Star game, they're going to somehow recreate the diner that was in Wayne's World. They're calling it by another hockey player's name. I think one of the current players. And some of the All Stars are going to be in there and available for people to come in and say hello and grab a donut, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's just an odd story. Uh, I know they've done that with the Save by the bell diner actually oh, yeah? in Chicago. Yeah. They've recreated the max. It's like a traveling, some kind of traveling diner. And I've actually seen uh, Mario Lopez uh, did a short little, Video I must might have been on Twitter where he <clears throat> excuse me where he was in there and they had some lockers set up and there was a whole wall of sayings and stuff from the show and he was just taking it all in it was pretty funny uh, pretty cool that he would visit that and and kind of jog his memory about being on the show uh, but yeah I don't know maybe this is a trend I've seen some. Other things, there was some kind of, and this actually might be a permanent restaurant. There's like a Pac-Man themed restaurant that I saw. Oh, it's probably been a year, maybe or so ago. Some headlines about that. And I want to say that might be in Chicago as well. I think it's called like 256 after the 256 levels in (laughs) Pac-Man. So anyway, it might be a trend that's, that's going to keep going. That'd be fun. I will have to think up some, uh, what restaurant would we want to see, you know, pop up next from TV or film? Uh, that might be a little post we do up on the, <laughs> on rediscover the eighties. There you go. Yeah. I have to write that down now. Okay. Well, uh, enough icebreaker. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll jump on to our main topic and, this is going to be fun, man. This is going to be fun. This is going to be remembering everything we had in our toy box. And I guess the first thing I wanted to ask you was, did you have an actual toy box or a place where you could keep your toys and close the lid? Or did you keep them in a closet or what was? It it was kind of a hodgepodge of places. Uh, My Tonkas kind of had their own space, uh, the Tonka trucks, they were all underneath. Uh, if you remember my house in Dory Street, there was a closet in the sunroom, and it basically would have been where people would put their shoes, but that's where it hid, was under those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me. There was, I know there was a toy box at one point in my bedroom, but it was. Uh, I kind of outgrew it and it turned into mm-hmm. my dad actually found it cheaper to buy me a, one of the big round plastic trash cans. And that's <laughs> what my toy box was for years uh, until we moved out of Dory street. Uh, that's what my big toy box was. And then it was, um, I also, also had a shelf uh, and it was mm-hmm. one of them old, you know, 
paper thin metal shelves, cheap ones <laughs> you could buy. That's where some of my other stuff would sit. Um, yeah, I guess that was really the the big, I'll call it toy box, pseudo toy boxes. How about you? I remember as a kid, uh, as a young kid, and I've got some a couple pictures of the actual toy box that I had. It was something I believe my dad built. It was just a wooden box, and when I was, you know, probably in the five six year old kind of range uh it was enough where i would fall asleep in it (laughs) and there's a couple pictures that they took of me of me sleeping in my toy box on top of all my toys and then there's another picture i remember it must have been like shortly after either they woke me up or uh i woke up and i'm like all sleepy eyed and standing up in my toy box (laughs) but uh that was early on that I had something like that. When I got older, yeah, it was pretty much anywhere I wanted to stuff them. Uh, I had probably the larger ones, the play sets and such were in my closet. And I had uh, two of those sliding doors, wooden sliding doors from my closet. So it was a pretty big closet. And uh, I kept a lot of stuff in there. My, my bed, I had a twin bed that um, had drawers underneath it. There was like two really large drawers and like uh, two sets of drawers on top of those. And I know I stored some in the bigger drawers and my prized possessions, I'll say, uh, I would actually put under my bed. There was, you could lift up the mattress and right back behind where the drawers ended, there was, I don't know, maybe a, two or three foot space that went the length of the bed that you could kind of hide stuff down in there. I remember hiding my Boulder Hill place set. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself here. I remember putting that down in there nice. actually when, when we moved to Clearfield and we were in the apartment and that was mainly because my room was quite a bit smaller there. So I had to utilize as much space as I could for uh, the stuff that made the trip. So, yeah, that's that was me. That was uh, drawers and closet and under the bed, <laughs> nice. mainly for for where my my toys were. So I guess let's get into it. Let's. Uh, I've got a list here. You've got a mental list, and you've you've also got a a lot saved over yeah. from your childhood, uh, more than I still have. Uh, I think I mentioned on one of the previous shows I. Um, sold a lot of what I had to fund a collection for the Mobile Armored Strike Command toys. Uh, once Wyatt and I really became uh, the uh, the showrunners for <laughs> for Mask over the last several years, but right. So you've got that to to kind of go by. I guess what we can do is pick a a toy line. And we can talk about it, and then we'll throw it over to the other person, have them talk about their experience with it, and we'll go back and forth for several times. And I, I guess we'll just see how it goes for the sake of time, and maybe we'll wrap up with just going down the our list. Okay. Uh, maybe kind of like what we did the, the last time. But what do you want to start with? What do you remember 
a lot. Maybe what do you remember a lot of in your toy box? Um, believe it or not, I I, I was a big big Dukes of Hazard fan. So we can I guess go through a theme thing uh, for maybe TV shows and so forth. But uh, mine, of course, was all Dukes. I had the I'll call I, I default with with size. So the, I had the Matchbox size. Ertl actually made them. Mm-hmm. But I had the matchbox size, and I had I don't know how many of those. Every time I'd rub off the the flag off the roof, I'd ask my mom <laughs> for another one. So I I still actually have a couple of those original cars. I think I have about mm-hmm. two or three of those left. Um, and I'd have the police cars that came with it, and the and um, Boss Hogs caddy. I think I I don't think I have the originals anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. I did swap up when when the Dukes came back out in the '90s. There, uh, I I went on a shopping spree, so I have <laughs> still in the box uh, those cars, probably at least six, eight boxes of those. Nice. Uh, but anyway, so I had that. I had. I didn't realize I had it till I saw my picture, my birthday picture I sent to you. Yeah, um, that was great. By the way, I had one of those little. Uh, stunt style General Lee's. I think it you pulled it back and let it go. And I think there was a ramp for it because mm-hmm. I know there was another set for it, and that was you jump through the through the barn. And I never had the barn, but I had a little tiny ramp for it. Uh, I remember playing with that, so I don't. Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure who had that. It wasn't me. That, that I might have had the barn, set. but I thought I I want to say Leaf. It might have been Leaf, our our mutual friend there. Yeah. He had a lot of stuff too. Yes, he did. Um but yeah, I had that. I had I had a slightly bigger plastic car. It was kind of a and we saw it at the museum and I recognize it till this day. It, it's it kinda sort of resembled the General Lee, but not really. Um mm-hmm. I had that. Um what else? I'm trying to think what else I had of the Dukes. That was really just the Matchbox cars of what I was, you know, loving. Okay. Um, yeah. What What else did you have in your? I'll call it your themed. Uh, well, TV I don't. Thing? I don't remember. I might have. I, I have a car now. Uh, Hot Wheels car. It's called the Dixie Challenger, and it's it, it has a. Uh, a rebel flag on it, but it's not the general. Okay. And it was put out by, I think it was put out by matchbox. Uh, I'm not sure what year, if that predated the general, uh, the Dukes of hazard, or if that was just a knockoff to get people to buy. (laughs) Well, it was probably a knockoff because I have two still have two. They're the, um, they're actually, if you look at the car, it's a Plymouth, uh, uh, demon. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a completely different Chrysler product, but it's still, you know, a Chrysler and they right, painted it right. orange and threw the sticker on top, the the rebel flag on top. And that's all they did. The doors mm-hmm. opened on mine. Oh, cool. So I don't know. Well, if that's, that's just totally wrong then. Right. Yeah. yeah Cause the cor- <laughs> doors are supposed to be welded, which is hilarious. Cause they'd spoof on the show every now and then they did actually open the door on the car. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. That's like that little matchbox I have of uh, 
Matt Tracker's Thunderhawk with the doors that open like regular doors and not yeah. the gullwing doors. Yeah. I mean, come on. Just keep the doors. You know, don't even do that. <laughs> That's it. Lock them or, or make them right. Uh, Ertl is what kind of spawned one for me. Whatever happened to Ertl, man? Ertl was big back in the day. They did a lot of die cast and like farm equipment, you know, models and, and such. Um, but one of the, the big ones for me that I remember playing with a lot, I had an Ertl a team van. Yeah. And it, this was, uh, this was larger. Now I had Murdoch, the, it was a, about a six inch figure and BA. I had both of them in that, uh, toy line. Can't remember who produced those figures. And those figures were actually a little bit big for the van. It, it wasn't part of that set. I think there might've been a plastic, uh, 18 van that came with those figures. I'm going to say maybe that was Ertl that put those out. I could be wrong, but the one that I had was metal and it had a sliding door on one side and there was like a torso of BA that drove it. Nice. <laughs> and I eventually got in there and I don't know if I broke it, if you could pull it out, but I remember being able to pull that little torso out of BA driving the van <laughs> and <laughs> uh, I would throw those two guys in there, but it was like, you had to lay them down. You couldn't sit them in the chairs or anything in that, uh, that die cast van. Right. But, uh, well, I oh, just, man, I love that thing. So Ertl, I just did a quick Google. They're mostly doing the, your farm die cast. Okay. Toys. Uh, yeah, it's all mostly the diecast, uh, like like John Deere, Farmall, mm-hmm. the that stuff. But they're still in existence. They just don't do uh, they don't do our General oh. Lees or A Team anymore. Okay, what's another one? Come uh, on this TV kick. I had I had, I had uh, kit. I had the talking kit uh, where you pulled the license plate and it talked. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with Michael Knight, and I still have Michael Knight, and Kit is, uh, he's a shadowy flight right now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I used to, I remember playing with him, and I liked, since the steering wheel actually moved, I would yank the door off and try to pretend that, you know, the steering wheel's turning when Kit's turning. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I remember playing with it, and I had a Matchbox. I still have the original Matchbox of, uh, well, whoever made it. Um, mm-hmm. the, the kit, you could buy the kit car by itself, or you could buy the little uh, puncher where, you know, you ejected it so you could jump through the Comptron tra- trailer. Right, uh, yeah. Now, so, I remember that. Yeah. I never had the trailer or the, I don't think I, I even had the punch. I might have. But somebody did. I remember because I remember playing with that. It was like a little tunnel, and you could. I don't know if it was just a uh, something that uh, you pushed Kit in and it locked it in, and then you hit a button and it. Then I probably it out. I probably had it, I, and I've you know it's it's went the shadowy flight yeah. way as well. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, I still have Kit. He's you know the paint's ripping off of him, but I still have him um, hiding away. Uh, that was really all the 
the mm-hmm. Knight Rider toys I actually had, as much as I love that show, they didn't have as much uh, right. stuff out there like like Dukes. I mean, when we went to that museum, I I, I was blown away because I I don't think I knew about two thirds of what they had there. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, I didn't have too much of Knight Rider stickers. I had, I'm sure, plenty of. Oh, and I had um, I had one uh, 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 storybook style record, and it was actually a, a record. So you threw it on the oh, nice. and you you know flipped the pages. It was not Kit. It was not <laughs> Kit's voice, and that's I remember that distinctly because I was pissed. Like this is not Kit. If you're gonna do it. <laughs> Yeah, I I had a couple of those storybook records. Uh, one I remember was Masters of the Universe, mm-hmm. and there's another one I had that was a Scooby Doo mystery. Those are the two I remember pretty vividly. <laughs> um, don't know whatever happened to those, but I never had uh, I never had much Night uh, Night Rider toys. I don't even remember having a kit. I remember m- many of my Hot Wheels becoming kit. <laughs> and being my quote-unquote kit, but I don't remember having uh, kit itself. Um, you know, I'm going to hop on over to Hot Wheels because, man, those were a big part of uh, my playtime. And I had a, uh, just this last year, Hot Wheels released uh, a whole retro-style uh, line that was available at Target, and they had a stow-and-go garage, which is what I had as a kid. Loved this thing. And right. it was like a – you could make it like a briefcase and carry it with you, and you could stuff some cars in some little bays and garage doors and stuff on the inside to, like, carry it with you. But it opened up, and you had two little pegs in the back for the upper level to – uh, stand on and the the one that i had was uh let's see you had a you had a car wash and a gas station at the bottom and up top was the repair shop and there was a little elevator and there was two garage doors on top and bottom oh man i i would spend hours in my driveway because we had a dirt driveway just making roads and my pal tim from up the street he would come down and we got to the point where we would throw all of our Hot Wheels together and have like a draft. And you go first this time, we would pick one by one what cars we wanted to start. And the rest we'd put like in a car lot like a that you could <laughs> trade in while you were playing. But uh, some of the ones that I remember having other than that, you know, the big garage. Do you remember the Hot Wheels crack-ups? These were the yes. ones with the yes. rotating panels that made them look damaged. Uh, in an yep. accident. Oh, these were like my favorite. And what a great idea this was. And some of them didn't last very long because there was like a little piece of plastic. Like uh, there was a uh, pickup truck that had like a camper top that you mm-hmm. hit the tailgate. And the I think the top actually came off. And there was just little plastic tabs, you know, holding that together. So after a while, you lost the camper top and you couldn't <laughs> couldn't rotate the thing back and stay. But they had several, and the cool thing about it was it was different. So it wasn't just always the 
the tailgate or the front, there were some that had side damage. There were some where the there was one of those uh, like futuristic race cars that had the bubble top, and the bubble top would rotate and look damaged. And oh man, these are just so great, and I really loved those Hot Wheels crack ups. I managed to snag a few on eBay several years ago when my boys really, really got into Hot Wheels, and I wanted to show them kind of some from my childhood. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean those were were really cool. And then they still make some now too that I know were uh, if you go to like Toys R Us, you'll have the whole section of Hot Wheels and Matchbox, and then they have this other section of more detailed cars and some with like rubber tires, actual rubber tires. I had a couple, I remember a Corvette that was rubber tires and that thing would not see the dirt. I would keep that in the house. Right. I didn't want to get it all messed up and ruin the tires, but those seemed real special back in the day too. When you had a few of those that actually had the rubber tires. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember Uh, I'm going to go flip back one more, back to the themed uh, uh-huh. for a moment to, to kind of close it out. I, uh, I did have a matchbox, I'll call it sized airwolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I had misplaced it at some point, uh, and actually was able to buy another one on eBay. Oh man, it had to have been, I was in still New Jersey. So about 10 plus years ago. Um, mm-hmm. and then for Christmas one year, I got, uh, an airwolf, like a bigger scale toy airwolf. Uh, in fact, it's on my profile picture with uh, Adam. If you remember where it has most of the mask toys are out there, but you see airwolf there on the deck and it's, it's a, you know, it's a fair sized airwolf. Mm-hmm. I used to play with that quite a bit between it and uh, Kit. Cool. But uh, jumping back on the, uh, we'll call it the matchbox hot wheel train. Yeah. Do you remember, I still have one of these. In my collection, do you remember the, uh, uh, what were they, the lock, the locking um, cars where you, you turn, you had a little tiny key and you locked you, underneath it, you turned it and you would literally put it in park and then you could unlock it. Mm-hmm. Now, I remember there was, uh, and we've actually, I actually found some that are more cheaply made, they're plastic, where you would stick a key in the back. And you, I think you squeezed the key and it would shoot the car out. Right. But I don't remember right off the top of my yeah, head. This, I don't remember a locking I, car. Yeah, I still have it. And the door open, the doors opened. Uh, mine has somehow lost the doors, uh, but I have, mm-hmm. I still have the car. It's like a goldish Corvette with the rubber wheels. And mm-hmm. you can see a little, little like keyhole on the underside of it where you would lock it then it would literally mm-hmm. block the back wheels in place. So you'd have a, like a park gear. Cool. Um, but as far as matchbox, I, I didn't have too much when it came to um, like hot wheels tracks. I had one track and that was it. And I, I didn't want any more because it was so cumbersome and I played unrestricted, meaning I like, you know, I played with most of mine indoors. So I, I mm-hmm. used, from my kitchen to the dining room, <laughs> typically to the living room, all over was my highway. In fact, I remember the uh, the red carpet in my kitchen. There was a line or 
two lines spaced just right <laughs> that it made it a two-lane highway. Nice. So I was always in my living room doing that. So when I had the hot wheel tracks, it was great, you know, to see them spin around the loop and go. But I had more fun just kind of doing whatever with it. And then I had that uh, – I used it for the Matchbox and Hot Wheels, but I had the uh, the uh, the Fisher-Price car garage where it was meant for the like your little people cars. Okay, yeah. Had the little tiny wind-up elevator. Um, but yeah, I used that more for Hot Wheels and stuff. <laughs> I used that for years for my Hot Wheels. Cool. I don't remember having a lot of tracks either. See, all my stuff was – it was about being outside. So I I didn't have a lot of the tracks, the orange – I don't remember any orange tracks, uh, in, you know, for the Hot Wheels or Matchbox growing up. It was all about getting them dirty. <laughs> yeah. Another one that just came to mind, I'm going to piggyback kind of off on the car talk. Uh, one that I didn't even put on my list until uh, we were just talking here. It came to mind. Do you remember these? And I just Googled them. They're called the Stompers. And they were motorized. I think that made it taking one AA battery. And they had either like foam wheels or plastic wheels. And they were like pickups and Jeeps and trucks mainly. And you had a little switch and you could make them go. And in the commercials, I remember them going over like dirt and rocks and stuff. And But uh, those were some that I had. I remember having. And you could, on some of them, uh, almost remove the, the bodies and put it on another base uh, of... You know, instead of you could pull off the wheels because I remember pulling off the wheels, pretending to change the tires and stuff, and yeah. they were foam, so they was they were easy to 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 do that. Some, but I did have some that were like a harder plastic, which were better for like uh, running them through the the dirt than those foam things because those would get all dirty and nasty uh, if you had ran them with the foam tires. But did you remember having any of those or remember those at all? I I you made me look uh look it up. I never had any of these ones that I see, but I I remember the ads. I remember the mm-hmm. the tracks that you could buy for it um and so forth. What I did have, uh, I see a catalog here. <laughs> um nope. I don't see it. I had a pseudo I think it was trying they were like a copycat uh, I had this Ford Ranger, mm-hmm. which had a you know big sticker four by four on the side of it, and you had a switch in the back of it, and it was literally forward or backwards, and that was all it did. And I came across it when my my dad brought my uh, my Tonka toys down. It was uh-huh. in there, and I'm like, oh, I'll give this to Adam, let him play with it, and somehow it broke a gear inside. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Oh, there was a Night Rider. I'm scrolling oh, down. There? there was a Night Rider stomper. Cool. Uh, I don't remember but, that one at all. But nor do I. You said uh, you said Tonka. Do you want to go down that road? Sure. I know you had Tonkas, and yours were probably more more utilized than mine were. Yes, my dad being uh, a uh, heavy construction worker driving pretty much anything 
you could think of the the huge rock trucks and bulldozers, pans, loaders, you name it, he could drive it. And that was his profession uh, throughout his, his life. So that naturally uh, was uh, passed along to me with uh, Tonka trucks. And it seemed like we always had a, a pile of dirt, it seemed like at least, uh, behind our house. I have some pictures I've actually put up on Facebook a while back of me on this dirt pile that was outside our kitchen window with uh, several uh, Tonkas and, and other cars and trucks. Uh, and I would play out there and I guess they put it right there so they could spy on me uh, from the kitchen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make sure I was still out there. And my dad has kept a lot. I've, I've acquired a few from the ones that I had when I was a kid. I have a, a Tonka loader and uh, now these are the the big yellow and black metal ones that people go hunting at garage sales for. Um, I have a loader. I have a uh, a dump truck. I have a log skitter, if you know what that is, with the mm-hmm. big uh, blade in the front. And it had a little string and a winch kind of in the back. Uh, back home... Uh, at dad still has some stuff there for when my boys come home so that he can get in the dirt with them. Uh, I had a, it was a plastic one. It was a Tonka and it had a handle, like a handlebar and it was a loader. So you could push it forward and push down on that handlebar and pick up the, the dirt with the bucket. And then it had like a little yellow lever that you push forward to dump the bucket. Yep. Um, I, I still have that. Uh, there's a couple other dump trucks. And then the other one I remember is a, uh, bell, uh, boom truck, electric bell, electric boom oh, truck. Wow. I still had that. It came with a figure and the figure, the last time I checked was still in the, <laughs> in the driver's seat. He was all blue in his, uh, like work uniform. And it had a boom with a bucket, you know, to go up and pretend you're, messing with the electrical wires. Uh, and it came with a black ladder too, that you could slide in from the side. I don't think I had that still with it, but, um, that was another one I had. So yeah, I was, I was pretty well off in the Tonka department. I do remember, uh, one garage sale that we had at our house and I was putting some of my toys out there to sell some of the ones I didn't play with anymore. And we had clothes and stuff. And in my garage, uh, back behind all the tables and stuff were my Tonka trucks. And I remember somebody trying to, uh, to offer to buy those. (laughs) And this was back probably in the late eighties. Oh, wow. So they were, you know, they were coveted. They've been coveted for years. Oh yeah. Especially the older ones. So, uh, I remember telling them, uh, no way Jose on that. Cause my dad <laughs> would have <laughs> not let them go for, uh, any amount of money really. So what was your, what, what Tonkas do you have still? Uh, I still have all of them. Uh, I, I'm missing one and I'm, I, it's not really a Tonka, so I can't include it, but, um, my list includes, there's the, there's a white, uh, it's probably closer to a Jeep mm-hmm. style or copycat pickup truck. 
you remember the old Comanches from years yeah. ago, those big pickups. Yeah. So I had have, have it along with its uh, fifth wheel camper. And oh, nice! You, you can you could uh, it's like a roll top, and you could pull the back the roof off to you know play around inside, or you drop the tailgate, the back of it down like a ramp, so you could you know play on the back end of of the camper mm-hmm. or whatever with I don't know. Uh, Michael Knight. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I had that. Uh, well, I still have those two. I have two uh, car haulers. Um, wow. Uh, one is like a brownish and tan. And the other one is like, a, I think it's a yellow. And it actually has a yellow Ranchero pickup uh, for one of the cars. I, I, in fact, I let Adam play with that. Um, <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, the other one I have is the old Bronco looking thing. It's like mm-hmm. a black Bronco. Uh, I have the Winnebago. There's a, I used to sit on that for years. I sat on that and just, just rode that thing like a, like a, I don't know, like a push car or something. Um, I had a red flatbed truck, which I used as a, that was my flagship for Knight Rider. I would, okay. I'd get, get up on it. <laughs> nice. Um, I had a small and a huge uh, bulldozers. So I had the small little tiny, mm-hmm. like almost a, just a palm size hand. Then I had the big honker one. Uh, had I have two farm tractors, both with a like a front end loader scoop on the front. Uh, I both and I have both their matching wagons. So one is a green and one's a. I take that back. I only have one wagon. So I have the green, the green tractor with the green wagon, and I have like a red. I think it's a red tractor. Mm-hmm. Um, I have the yellow school bus van. Um, wow. And Adam plays with that. Um, I have the ambulance van with the stretcher. Um, there's a sky crane where you actually built it up. There was like three legs. Oh, wow. And you built it up. It's a plastic. Um, and there's little, it's like a claw. You basically have a claw that picks up a bu- little bucket. And that's what it does. It reels itself up and down. You can move it. There's a little control switch you can do stuff with. Um, there is a... It's, I, I guess it's a hopper where you'd pull a truck or a dump truck underneath it and you could load it with dirt or coal or whatever. It's that hopper oh, wow. mm-hmm. outfit. Um, I have a road paver, so it's like your your uh, steamroller. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just a little palm size style. And then I have an actual road maker type thing where it had a little plastic reel of road. Oh, neat. And neat. It had the lines already painted on it. So. <laughs> That's neat. I just remember I had a bobcat too, a small oh, it was wow. a green bobcat. But I don't I don't think it was Tonka. <clears throat> but uh yeah, I had that one I had one of those as well. I actually that's out on my uh my porch with some of the ones that I have right down here. Um let me see what else did I have or still have. Uh the forklift. It's a bigger forklift, but where you 
you screw like winch the the forks up and down oh nice um i have two fire trucks one is a pumper where you were supposed to have this little, little squeeze bottle fire hydrant and you fill mm -hmm. it up with water and then you could basically <laughs> squeeze and squirt water out of the hose nice and then there's a ladder truck where you have you have two ladders, uh, well, stationary uh, ladders, and then uh, the actual ladder part of the truck, you can actually, you know, wind it up or down, extend the ladder. Mm -hmm. uh, I have the big dump truck. Uh, there's a truck. I call it a truck crane. I don't know what you call it. It's a, you know, you could actually, it's a truck that actually has a little uh, collapsible crane. Uh, for road type crane stuff, um, I have that, and then I have this small—I call it a snub nose—where um, uh, there's no, uh, there's no front end, mm -hmm. but it's a little tiny pickup. Uh, I have that, and uh, oh, and I had this this funky looking Jeep four-door or four-seater style thing it's like it's a pink color and i remember my mom giving it to or my dad giving it to my sister because it was pink and <laughs> she liked it for like a short time and didn't like it afterwards it's like she just a short-term thing and i kind of kind of <laughs> got it back uh, <laughs> and that was her that was your sister following you around in that thing when you were playing right uh well probably <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I had that. I'm, I'm actually punching up what I had as far as the car. All oh, the yellow, that yellow Ranchero was, there was also supposed to be a blue Ranchero truck, which I don't mm -hmm. remember having uh, the second truck to it. My dad bought these, um, just after I was born, he bought all, like this whole lot of these Tonkas and, uh, every he used it as in, uh, incentives. So if I had um, if I had good grades, or I did something very, you know, he was very proud of. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes for birthday presents too, but it was typically for kudos. Like you're right. That's how I got one, and I never got the full thing until you know he dumped it on me <laughs> here about two or three years ago. Oh, I, uh, I forgot I had this uh, had this tanker truck. Uh, Man, it had you know, like a like a fuel delivery, like you'd see at a gas station, filling up the the tanks. Sounds like he robbed the uh, Tonka store. I I think he <laughs> did, but I'm looking through the 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 uh, I'm th looking through. Google images and I'm like, man, I I probably only have half of these. Uh, yeah. uh, what pissed me off, uh, not really a tangent, but uh, going between my dad's house and um, you remember uh, Bloomington up above Cronesville? Yeah. There's a guy that had all these Tonkas sitting out in this tree, right on his front yard. And for years, when I go back home to visit and go, you know, I we made that pass to go to church and usually in my mom's. And all these years, I'm sitting there going, dude, you're not, you're just letting them rust. You're letting them deteriorate. Right. right. And finally, this last year, I noticed that 
a lot of them disappeared. <laughs> so I don't know if someone picked them up. Like, dude, you're just not letting them rot, or yeah. you got rid of them, or you know, I don't know the whole <laughs> reason why. But yeah, cool. yeah, and my dad. Excuse me. My dad didn't like us playing with it out in the dirt much because he's like, "Oh, you're gonna, you know, basically devalue them. Uh, you're gonna ruin <laughs> them. You're gonna rust them up, and whatever else." So a lot of my my playing was left in on the indoor. You know, I wow. can play with the indoors. But I mean, I I kind of miss. I should have uh, played with it out in the dirt more often. I, I you know I don't. They're to they're toys. I understand. So right. But. Looking back, also, I'm like, man, I have some really good, in very good shape Tonkas that if I really wanted to hawk, <laughs> yeah, I might be able to get some, some change coin. out of it. Absolutely. Cool. Well, now that well, I've blabbed about all my Tonkas, <laughs> let's uh, let's shift gears, man. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go action figures. Let's go action figures and uh, maybe vehicles and playsets, that kind of a thing. Um. I'm going to start with, uh, let me start with G.I. Joe. Okay. Because I mentioned in our Christmas gifts podcast that uh had the Sky Striker and Ace that went with that. That was one of the first big G.I. Joe toys that I had, and I held that one in, in pretty high accord. I still have that one today. Uh, one of the other vehicles I remember having was the Havoc, and the Havoc was that, pseudo transport <laughs> it had like a a large windshield in the front that you could lay down two guys he mm. came with the driver i think his name was cross country and the back opened up and there was like this hovercraft uh that came out of the back of it it was really unique and then the at the very top there was like a uh it was like it was weird. It was like a, a chair that was connected to a couple like cannons or guns or something, and you could just have a guy sitting up there shooting those huge guns. But you had to move that little seat and guns forward to open the back where the the hovercraft was. But it was just so unique, and a lot of those GI Joe vehicles were weren't just you know some of them were simple like the the awe striker that it's just like a doom buggy with a gun on the top, that kind of a thing. But right. some of these other ones are real creative and I, that's one that I remember having. And, uh, I, I had several of the figures, the ones that I remember, uh, particularly were my favorites. Uh, low light is one that I I've gone back and, and collected several of him. And even with this, uh, this 50th anniversary, line that came through Toys R Us, I picked up uh, a low light. Um, he was one of my favorites. He was the sniper with the red, like, goggles. Uh, wasn't called a sniper on the show, but <laughs> he had the long sniper gun and a backpack. Uh, in 19... I want to say it was 1984. I would have been eight years old. I got my tonsils out. I remember and that. I have a couple of distinct memories of being in the hospital uh, after my, you know, my tonsils were out and I'm eating uh, Italian ice or whatever I was eating. And I remember watching uh, pressure luck during the day 
Uh, loved that game show. And being able to watch that, you know, while you're recovering from uh, getting your tonsils out and have the worst sore throat in the world. Uh, I remember that coming me. And my parents walked in and uh, handed me a G.I. Joe figure. And it was the uh, Cobra Eel, the uh, diver. Uh, had the, you know, the, he was in the gray wetsuit and had the uh, flippers and had this whole mask with hoses and stuff that it connected to his backpack. Oh man. I, and I, I was always more towards getting the the good guys than the bad guys. Right. I did like to have somewhat even odds <laughs> when I'm playing. Uh, but that one was just kind of uh, out of the blue, not expecting, not really looking to buy that figure. And they got it for me. And it was definitely turned out to be one of my favorites. Uh, and then the other one I had was airtight. He was the green and yellow Joe, but he had that mask with the black kind of face, uh, guard that almost looked like Cobra. So I often used him as a Cobra because I didn't have too many Cobra figures. Um, so I remember him kind of crossing the lines there <laughs> to help out uh, a Cobra. But uh, those are the... I'll, I'm going to leave it there, and those were like the main ones that I remember having and some of my favorites uh, in G.I. Joe. And I don't know about you, but my collection was uh, a mixed bag. I, did, I wasn't one of those people that I collected all from one toy line. And it could be because I just loved so many of the different cartoons that were on. I didn't really gravitate towards one or two. Uh, and it, I mean, that could be a testament to the variety that we had back then as well. True. So I, I was all over the place. So I didn't have, when I wanted, when I walked into Ames department store, I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't particularly looking for, I got to get the, you know, the next GI Joe figures that are out. I kind of dabbed into several different things. So that was me. I had a, my hand in a variety of shows, toy lines, uh-huh. so forth. But uh, I'll be honest, I did gravitate more towards Dukes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legos were the big thing. Matchbox cars were my, another big thing. Those were my big, I guess, my top three. If I could have them all, those were the ones I I had the most of. Uh, and would probably say those were my top three favorites uh, back in the day. Uh, I mean, I loved Knight Rider and wanted what I could of Knight Rider, but um, yeah, I didn't have much of that. Same with Airwolf uh, yeah. and so forth. But well, What about action figures? Did you have some figures, Joes? I had, did have Joes, and you will have to help me with the characters because I have no idea. I don't well, remember I, any of the characters anymore. I'm up to uh, episode 20. I just started rewatching again, so... It's fresh on my mind. Okay. Well, I had both um, uh, snake eyes. So I had the one where it's just a black uh-huh. cloth and you actually see his eyes. And I know that's a – someone had said that was a rare one. And this might – maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm reading into it. But there was, it was some time ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was him and then there was the actual gray shield snake eyes. Uh, I have them um, – I had Duke. I don't know who, what, I can't remember this guy's name, but he was the red, dressed up in red EMT. Um, oh, uh, yeah. 
Uh, I know who you mean. I know he's the medic. Yes. Uh, um, it's going to come to me in just a minute. Uh, I'm going to have to Google it. I'm looking, but I'm, I'm, I, Doc, Doc was the, uh, he was the one that wore the sunglasses, but it's not, it's not him. No. It's the, it's the red and white. I know who you're talking about. Lifeline. 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 I had him. Yep. I had, um, I had the twins. Still have the twins. Nice. The, the, the Cobra twins. twins. Yep. Uh, I know I have a couple more and I just can't, I don't have the toy box in front of me. I don't have, I didn't have that many. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, as far as, uh, I guess we'll leave it at that. Uh, okay. I have, I have, well, I have some of the toys from there, um, from GI Joe, like the actual vehicles. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to include that in this one or not. Yeah. I kind of went through my vehicles. So go ahead. Okay. So I had the, Oh, I had the helicopter backpack. You actually wound it up and it was a, you know, you threw it on one of your Joes. Uh-huh. Um, I had the HO scale train train set from Tyco. You did not. I don't remember that. I do, and I still have it. <gasps> what? Complete with the uh, the the what scene grounding thing? Because it oh came. Oh my gosh, dude! Well, I I need to like get on the road right now, and we need to set that thing up <laughs> and play. It's, uh, <laughs> I don't think I have every one of them, but I had, it came with oh a couple, God. it came with a couple of the, uh, the Jeeps and tanks mm-hmm. and a couple of the, like the little green army men type style characters. Uh-huh. It even came with, uh, the parachutes. I might have a parachute left, uh, where you tied it to one of the guys and you're supposed to, you know, drop it. Yeah. But yeah. it never worked for me. I got pissed off. Yo, I it, uh, Ace with the Sky Striker came with one, and it never. It always got tangled up, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, just pretend. Screw this stupid parachute." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, do you remember that? I called it the tank-looking bike, motorcycle. Had like a tank wheel. Yes, yes, yes. I still have him. Uh, I still have the. I guess it's a ten-wheel tank where it's two-seater. You have one in the turret, one in the actual driver's seat. Okay. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, I'm so bad. Is that the Mahler? It might. I'm not. Um, there's so, so many dang tanks. <laughs> yeah, Joe. it was kind of like the multi wheel. So, like eight or 10 wheels. Um, <clears throat> oh, so it was the wheeled one. Yeah, okay, wheeled I know one. what you're talking about. So, I had him. I had the, the Cobra. Uh, I guess it was a raft boat. Something, mm-hmm. a little tiny thing. Uh, I had the X-wing. Oh, I still have the X-wing jet where you pulled oh, the top yes. out. Uh huh. Unfortunately, it's uh-huh. getting brittle, so I've lost some of the propellers. I think I remember you having that and playing with that. Yeah, I also had. I can't find it. It's at my mom's, unless she uh, made it disappear. I still have the. Uh, they had a jet. It was a gray jet, uh, and the the tip of the wings at the very edge, of the, they were very rounded. So it, it was like a delta wing, kind of like your SR-71 Blackhawk, mm-hmm. um, but it was very rounded. So it didn't really resemble the, the, the SR-71. But anyway, it 
the wings pulled out and it was guns like airwolf oh, and there cool. were a couple bombs or something with it i, I still have well unless my mom uh made it do a disappearing act it i had that thing nice um i can't remember any other joes i'm actually scrolling through images thinking maybe i couldn't <laughs> i remember while you're doing that i remember visiting my cousin's house and he was all about cobra and i hadn't collected a lot of the cobra vehicles and stuff and he had like the the cobra fang helicopter he had a trouble bubble i think he had the rattler the blue rattler jet um he was all about collecting cobra stuff so when i went up and visited him one summer it was like, oh my gosh, this is cool, and <laughs> it got me somewhat interested in in getting some of the the Cobra stuff, which right. I don't remember I, off the top of my head. I don't remember. Do you remember any Cobra vehicles? Was it you or Leaf? There's two of them that I remember distinctly that he had, and I just one of them just popped up here. It's called the Tiger mm-hmm. Rack Rat. It was like the A10 with a couple extra jet engines built into it. That wasn't me. It must have been Leaf. And then there was one other one that he had. Uh, it was the black... It was like the black jet, but it had oh, an the, extra the, wing jet, something or other. The, on raven, top. the raven. The Raven has, has that other smaller jet that like rested on top of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. had that. He had uh, that. But uh, yeah, that's all I had for... Cool. Joe's. As far as other figures... Um, I do remember I did have, wow, why can't I find it now? <laughs> I did have the Dukes of Hazard figures, the Bo and Luke. Oh yeah. I never thought I had it. And, and when I said about that, you know, that cheap looking plastic generally that didn't look like the generally, it just dawned on me that while I'm looking through all these figures, I had Bo and Luke, man, if I could find those. Cool. But, um, as far as, far as other figures, uh, Unless you include like transformers and stuff, I, I, <laughs> well, no, I take that back. I had, I had uh, Brad Turner and Condor, okay, from Mask. But that was, I didn't have a lot of figures, uh, like people, people yeah. figures. Uh, nope, nope. Wow, my memory's kicking in. Um, I did have one He Man. I still have him. And he's the the dude that spins around. He's a, like a tornado cyclone. I don't know what his name was. Oh yeah, he spun uh, a wheel on his waist and he spun around. I still have him. Cool. He had like a funky, uh, like that three D style um, mm-hmm. image on on his chest. Okay. Um, I had him. Yeah, I, it might be. I, is his name Cyclone? Cyclone. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay. Well, uh, let me. I'll run down some more yeah. of my hodgepodge of action figures, and then that's we'll get into Transformers and GoBots too, because I want to talk about them. But um, as far as action figures, well, you think of the '80s, you think of Star Wars too, mm-hmm. and for the life of me, I don't remember owning a single Star Wars figure. It was all Joe's uh, I had from Kenner. And I remember going over several piece, people's houses. I remember visiting, uh, must have been a, a family my parents knew, because I don't remember 
ever going over to this house except for this one time. And they had that whole Death Star playset. And I was like, oh, this is cool. But I just never, never got into Star Wars. So that was just as I'm trying to make a mental list. And as you look online of 80s toy lines and action figures, I just, the Star Wars never, never hit me uh, uh, as far as toys go. Right. Um, I mentioned in some of my other, on the other uh, 80s gifts podcast, I had some Thundercats. I actually had the electronic Cat Slayer. I had Lino of the ones I remember. I had Lino, Panthro, and the Monkeyan. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were the three I remember mainly having. Uh, with that, I had Castle Grayskull. I had He-Man, Skeletor, Trapjaw, Man-at-Arms, Ram-Man, Stratos. And one of my favorites, just because you could spin his face, was Manny Faces. Oh, man, I loved him. You could make him you know, happy. He was the human, and then he you turn him, and he was the robot. If you want to make him a robot, then you could make him the lizard or whatever it was. Right. <laughs> Make him the bad guy. Uh, Love that. I didn't have any... uh, I don't remember having any of the other vehicles. Um, I was thinking I might have had that one... The one that's uh, flying that looks like the bird. Um, Not the Wind Raider. But there was another one that uh, they released. And the the name just... uh, skip my mind. I had it there for a minute. And that might have been one I added later on. Um, it was on clearance or something. Mm. But uh don't remember having any of the other uh, Masters of the Universe uh, vehicles. Just the, a lot of the figures. Um, I actually had uh, Daniel from the Karate Kid line. Oh, nice. Uh, it was the only one I remember having. I do um, remember you having that. Had uh, he was in his white, you know, traditional uh, robe, and he came. It must have been from Karate Two, Karate Kid Two, because he came with this like ice breaking set. And there's that one uh, scene at the beginning of the movie where he's in that bar where they're in. Uh, Japan and they challenge him to like breaking these blocks of ice. And I think it came out of that. Uh, so I remember having that figure that was like the only one I had from that whole toy line. Uh, I remember buying that at Ames too, with my own money. Uh, there's some businesses like that where I remember exactly when I got them Christmas or special occasions or buying with my own money. Um, the Talon Fighter. That's what I was trying to think of for the uh, Masters Universe. Anyway, uh, I mentioned on the other podcast I had Rambo, some Rambo stuff. Right. I had Rambo, and I had the the leader of the bad guys. I think they were named Savage. I can't remember who the the general. I think maybe General something. Uh, I had him in that helicopter. Uh, that he had it had the pull trigger in the back to twin the to twirl the uh, blades. So I had that, and then on the mask side of things, like I mentioned earlier, I had Boulder Hill. That was something that 
I distinctly remember getting at Hills in State College, and we were down there, and it was on clearance, and I like begged my mother, please get this for me. I will be your slave for the next two weeks, <laughs> you know, if you'll get this for me. And it was on clearance, and she did, and that was pretty much the last thing I added to my mask collection. I got the very first vehicle I got was a hurricane. I got that for one of my birthdays from my aunt. That was the first uh, mask set I had with the uh, hurricane and Hondo. And then I do remember having Condor like you had, I was all about the motorcycles. I had that, I had Piranha and I had, um, uh, Floyd Malloy and, uh, the red one. Oh crap. I'm losing all my mass credibility here as we speak. <laughs> uh, his red bike that turned into a jet. Um, and then I had some of the little play sets from the racing series. So I had the billboard blast with, I think it came with dusty. Uh, he was up in that billboard <laughs> that shot like two big orange missiles uh, I had that. I had the Sly Rax one, which was a, uh, a, a semi gas station catapult, pit stop catapult. Oh, okay. And, uh, you, the little gas, uh, pump flipped backwards and it became a catapult and it came with like three rubber tires that were kind of spiked and you could hurl those at, you know, the good guys. Um, and I had the toll booth. I had the collector, I think is what it's called, with uh, Alex Sector, the toll booth that turned into like a little oh, yeah. base. Um, that was uh, uh, Vampire. Gosh, Vampire was uh, the other bike. Um, so I remember having, those were the ones that I remember having of the mask uh, toy line. And I think that's, about it as far as as action figures go. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Transformers. I know you have a bunch. I do. Um, trying to get make sure I get the names right on some of them. <laughs> um, so I have the Optimus Prime. Um, I have like the buggy that's supposed to be in the trailer. I have everything but uh, his fists uh, from him. Mm-hmm. I have Ironhide, who unfortunately got damaged real early. Um, <laughs> I was trying to transform him or trying to do something, and somehow I broke the arm off. So I've still kept him, but you know he's useless right now. Um, <laughs> I have Blaster. Uh, oh, man, those are my favorites. I Blaster have, and Soundwave. I never yep. had them. I have Soundwave, and I have... Uh, some of his cassettes. I'm trying to get uh, Google to work for me so I can make sure I say the right names. Uh, <laughs> mainly because there was a there was one cassette that I have, and of course that's not it. Um, it's a it's it's not um, laser beak, but it's the gold cousin of it. It's a gold colored. But I have that. I have Rumble and Frenzy, and I have the black uh, panther lion-looking 
cassette. Uh, Blur. I did have Wheelie. Uh, I misplaced him somewhere along the line. Uh, I have... It's a spaceship, but I just found the name for him. It's, he's, his name was called Skylinks. And he was a dinosaur-looking uh, thing. Turns into like a pterodactyl-looking uh, thing. It looks like a space shuttle when he's transformed up. Uh, and he cool. was supposed to actually have a walking platform that he, mar- you know, that he landed mm-hmm. onto, and become became the, you know, basically uh, a four-legged, uh, I guess, a stegosaurus or something, some kind of dinosaur. But it was a motorized walking platform. So when he transformed out, it would walk if you wanted him to. Cool. Um, Were you the one that had Rodimus? <clears throat> yes. Okay, you had Rodimus. I had Rodimus Prime. I had this the uh, Optimus Supreme, which he was like a the trailer turned into a his second body. So he's kind of like if you remember uh, Ultra Magnus, where you collapsed, mm-hmm. you know, the the truck front end into the trailer. It's kind of along that lines, except he became a city, or the trailer rather became a city. Uh, or battle, a uh, uh, gun gunship gun platform, mm-hmm. um, but it had these these little engine robots, and that's how you transform the, the vehicles. It was a short lived segment at that era where they had these little tiny mini robots, and you had to plug it in, like for Optimus, you had to plug it into the to the engine side of it uh, where oh, okay. the grill was to let him unlock and transform. So, um, I still have him. I still have his little robot dude. Um, I have the one Constructicon, the loader. I'm trying to find him now as far as the name. Oh, there he is. Just has to zoom up. Uh, Scrappler, Scrapper. So, I had him. Well, I'll still have him. And um, is it Prowl? Is that the one we identified this last time where he's the, mm-hmm. uh, the police car? Yeah. And I think I think that's really it for Transformers cool. for me. What about you? Yeah, I didn't have a lot of Transformers. Um, again, I was huge in the Hot Wheels, so I was more GoBots than Transformers as far as my toy box goes. Um, I still have my Perceptor. It was the microscope. Uh, he's the only transformer I still have uh, from my childhood. I do remember having two, if not all three, of the Insecticons. Oh, nice. Uh, and I remember buying those. Actually, oh, I have one of those. I forgot about him. At, I have the um, Scorpion. Okay. Um, I actually remember buying at least one of those at uh light singers in in uh, clearfield way up on the top floor there where they had the, the little uh toy section right um so i uh that's that somehow sticks out in my mind is where i i got those so i did have uh the ones i do remember Having uh, are the beetle, and I'm gonna get the. I'm gonna have to go look up their names uh, real quick here because 
like you. I want to sound like I at least know something about them, <laughs> uh, even though I. So the three were shrapnel, bombshell, and kickback. Uh, kickback is the one I don't think I had. That was like the locust. And then I think bombshell might have been. Uh, uh, actually, I'm not sure which one. If it's shrapnel or bombshell, those are the two I remember having. And I think maybe Leaf had the other one. It, it was some point where I do remember having them all and playing with them all. So that was uh, that was pretty much all the Transformers I had. I had some of the smaller ones, like I mentioned, uh, I think, on one of the other shows. I had the little red tank that when you transformed them, the, the, <laughs> the gun, like, stuck straight out of his chest. Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, I think I did have some of the... The smaller ones from the the movie, like that uh, orange, like futuristic looking car. Um, I think that identify those with the the theatrical movie. But yeah, I didn't have mine. Was all about I was all about GoBots, and I had a ton of the GoBots. Yep, which I still did. I I hawked those things on eBay. Um, I had the. Uh, the base. I had the the GoBots uh, command center. Yep. Uh, that looked like the uh, Star Wars at at. Uh, that you could sit up and it became like a three story uh, command center. I had the big robot face up there, and it you pressed this little button, and he would uh, his eyes would like light up and make a buzzing sound. Right. Uh, I had. I had Leader One and Psykill, the two main guys. Yep, I remember um, that. I have, I still have the train. Which I think his name is Loco. I had the Army Jeep, which I want to say is Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could be wrong on that name. Uh, he was a pretty cool one. And uh, I had Scooter. Um, who had that real. Yeah, <laughs> crazy voice, and his he had uh, the arms on him had these little uh, pegs that went in each side, these little metal things that kind of held it in place. I remember one was always loose, and so his arm was always constantly falling off. <laughs> but somehow I never lost it and kept it together. But once you transformed him a couple times, you had to be careful and push that little thing in to keep his arm in. And my poor leader won, man, because I that was the main one that I played with. When you had him in jet mode, the nose of the jet and then his two wings on the side would not stay up any longer. They were had been used that much. Right. <laughs> so you had to like I remember you have to get your hand up under there and with your fingers kind of hold the wings in the front of the thing up while you're flying it around through the air because it was just so loose. Uh just from being used. Um, I had, wow. Well, I'm going to leave it there. Cause I had, I know I had several more and I'm going to screw the names up. Uh, and I remember, I think leaf had, and it's been so long since I watched the series and it's been on my Amazon wish list for a while. The first season, <laughs> um, there's at some point they introduced this like super suit where you could, uh, put 
the when they're in robot form, you put them in these suits and you would sit them inside and you would close them over their heads, close them in there. And then it formed a larger robot, I think. So you could have two as the legs and two as the arms. And I'm going to have to Google that at some point because um, I've seen those little individual suits that, that you could put them in uh, and close them up on eBay. I uh, just re- don't remember exactly how they all came together or how that was a part of the cartoon. Hmm. Um, I th- was thinking that Leaf might have had that uh, at one point. Uh, and then, of course, I'll throw in my diecast Voltron, too, into the mix oh, of yeah. transforming vehicles that I talked about uh, on our previous show there. So I guess that's about it. Did you have any other GoBots or stuff that transformed? Well, I did have uh, – I had Stax, which we found out the name of him mm-hmm. uh, in our Christmas episode. And I have – I didn't realize he was a GoBot. I'm still trying to look for his name. Oh, I got a couple more. Go ahead. But um, I guess that the GoBots, like everybody else, had their own Voltron-like um, yeah, set yeah. Or, or you know whatever. And this is an orange Porsche, uh, and he's the left arm of one of the one of those five piece. It looks like gotcha. actually six yes. piece. Yes, yes. Uh, but I'm trying to find the name of him. I found the robot, but it doesn't show the freaking <laughs> list of names. So uh, I'll just go with Orange Porsche, and we'll call it good. Um, <laughs> the other GoBot I remember having was the red and black jet. He was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fighter was his name. I just looked it up. And he had silver wings. Yep. Uh, remember playing with that one a lot. And then, do you remember when they introduced the Rock Lords for GoBots? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I still have one of those. It's the, just the brown boulder. And he's got this weird, like, orange face with, like, almost like a green mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> that when he's in robot mode. Um, don't remember watching. I know it was a, a more of a movie then it was a show, the Rock Lords, when they introduced those, and they, I think, made the film and then introduced the toys to go with it. I uh, don't think they were ever part of the regular series. I could be wrong because it's been probably since when it first aired, since I watched it. But um, I do remember several of those, the Rock ones, when they came out, and I, I do have that brown one. I, I it's funny, man, because I have some of my stuff laying around from when I was a kid and I've passed it on to my kids and stuff, but the stuff you trip over, that's like, how is this still here? Like that rock go pot. Right. <laughs> you know, if my daughter got a hold of that and I'm tripping over it. Now this is a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, it's amazing that this thing has lasted this long. How is this thing still in my house? And I'm still picking it up, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> you it. know? I've, it's I've, weird. It's just kind of weird to think about. Um, so the what robot's called have? Puzzler. Puzzler, yes. But I'm still trying to find the stinking. Now, character. one of my friends had that uh, dinosaur or whatever it was that I remember being in the intro to the show. And um, 
I don't know. It was kind of out of place to me. I don't think it was much of a like transforming toy, but it was part of the GoBots. Um, looking through the names here, I have no idea <laughs> what well, it I just, is. I just found the, the this guy's name. His call name is Crossword. Okay. Cool. But yeah, that I guess that uh, does it for the transformer okay. style. I've had a couple of cheapos. There was one that was um that was a cassette. I think it was supposed to be a knockoff of the cassettes for the transformers. Mm-hmm. But you literally put this plastic I'll call it a C shaped shell over the robot to keep it together. Um but it was red. Gotcha. Um and you, you know, transformed it. But other than that, that's um I never had a Voltron uh, but I did have a black lion, but it was a motorized black lion. So you put the batteries in it and it just walked on the four legs wherever. Gotcha. But that's about it for okay for that. Um, I've gotten through pretty much my entire list except for a few electronic games I wanted to talk about. What else do you got that you you have anything else you wanted to talk about? Well, um. I did have two of the JC Wheeled Warriors cars. I still the have JC them. JC Wheeled Warriors, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, cool. Um, I was looking up the names. Armed Force car, which was the the main uh, main character's car. It had the arm claw looking thing on the top. And then I had Drill Sergeant, which was a two-seater uh a car with a like a drill bit out in the front end of it and i remember liking this these toys because you could interchange all their parts and stuff to anything it was uh, that was the beauty of this this uh toy i could take the you know the drill sergeant's axles and put them underneath the armed force and make it a freaking uh off-roader looking thing and all that um all right i gotta mention something because i was just going down through the gobots here and of course you know, I'm a GoBots apologist versus Transformers. <laughs> and I'm looking through the voice actors. And I knew uh, Frank Welker played Scooter. And I knew there, there were some other ones in there. Uh, Michael Bell actually was in with the Rock Lords. Really? But the, the, uh, there was an, a Rock Lord, an evil one, called Sticks and Stones. It was like a conjoined twins. Okay. The voices were Peter Cullen and Frank Welker. Oh. <laughs> Optimus Prime and Megatron voiced one character. That's <laughs> awesome. I, of course, I don't. I have no idea or remember how they were voiced. If they were similar to that, but now obviously they have that big, strong voice. I know. I know. At one point, Battle of the Rock Lords was on YouTube, and I think it still is. Because it's never no, been, find it. I don't think it's ever been released to DVD. But that was just something that I just went, what? They both voiced a single character. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. That's just so cool. Anyway. All right. On with the toy box. So, uh, the other, <laughs> I guess I'll call them the oddities. Uh-huh. I, had, uh, I had this uh, Constructs. If I don't know if you remember them. They were 
Right. Yes. They I were just, the. They were kind of a plastic. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I had two. I still have them. I found. I came across two battery packs. I don't nice. know what. I don't have. I don't think I have any motors or anything. I think they're for the lights. But um, I still have the bulk of my con uh, uh, constructs the toys, and uh, eventually I'm going to end up giving them to the boys. Um, <laughs> and then I have, uh, I still have. In fact, I showed you this here just recently. Uh, I came across that that tank robot thing where you pro. There's a keypad on the very top of it. Yes, you program um, it to do different motions, five laser blasts, or however you want things you want to do. I can't remember what it's named. I'm gonna look it up real quick here because it's one of the more famous ones, uh, and I've included it in a list I did uh, for like the top '80s tanks. Um, it was it. It was a uh, worldwide toy, yeah. Um, because I've seen them. Big track. Uh, some people in the UK. Big track. That's it. That's it. Big track. Yeah. Uh, that was a hot seller one year. I do remember that. I still have it. It's the gray model. I guess there's a couple different colors, but I. Mm -hmm. Huh. Odd enough. Rediscover the eighties. <laughs> there you there go. go. So, uh, but no, I, I. I knew I had this baby for years, um, and I I can't remember how I broke it, but I broke the one, uh, one of the wheels, the front wheels, so it's it kind of hangs loose because of the how they're tied together, anchored together with that that frame uh -huh. or whatever. Right. So I've been meaning to like glue it back together uh, and see how it works. If it still works, it should. Um, Wow, I got the first image on Google. Yeah, that's why. That's that what. Track. That's why I'm like <laughs> looking at this, going, "That's cool, that's cool." And then I kind of just glance down, and I see we discovered oh, duh, right there. So, uh, but yeah, pretty cool. You got top bill, but uh, yeah, I I had this thing. I remember playing with it, but I remember it being a very cumbersome programming to get it to do what you wanted to do you know you program to uh, go right three times or whatever and stupid thing go straight or left or right every way but but yeah cool. I, that um other than that you know like we talked about hot wheels and matchbox that was my big thing uh, and then legos um that was my big cool. i love me some legos in fact i just i just cleaned them up and gave them to adam so <laughs> nice yeah I, I gosh i don't remember having very many legos at all it was again i was outside more i was about the well like i mentioned in the previous podcast i had that rambo m60 toy nice. uh, you need to look this thing up because it was glorious oh. and other there was a whole squirt gun line that looked like pretty much like real guns, like Uzis and stuff. And I think it squirted like a liquid that was dark that you could, if you're wearing like a white t-shirt, it would squirt purple or something. And then right. it would eventually wear away. It wasn't like staining or anything. Right. Can't remember the, that line, but I had a lot of those type toy guns and stuff, probably more generic, you know, right. that you would find in the store. 
I Go just, ahead. You, you I just had a, uh, thanks to Google, I just had a, uh, a reminder, basically a reminder. I had the, uh, you were saying you had the Thundercats layer. I had the Thunder Tank. You did have the tank? Okay. I do. I lost, and in fact, I know why I lost them. Uh, I lost the, the actual rubber tracks long uh, ago because those things were never, it never moved if you had the rubber tracks on it. So I ripped those suckers off, off real yeah. quick. So I still have, cool. I have him or that. I don't think I. Well, that's weird. I don't think I might have, but I don't think I actually had any of, any of the figures. I just had the tank. Well, I was thinking uh, maybe one came with it, but I could be wrong. It, it probably did, and I, it, it might still be in the toy box, or it might have been one of those that uh, I bought. Uh, I when they revamped that on Cartoon Network and released those toys, uh, I was at Toys R Us and there was one on clearance there. And I thought I never had the Thunder Tank. I'm going to buy it, and it was the only way you could get Snarf. <laughs> Snarf uh-huh. came with the Thunder Tank. Right. And actually, all of those figures had little actuators in the in the back behind them that you could put them in the Thunder Tank. And once you touched the magnetic points and stuff, it would do sound effects and all that kind of a thing. And uh, even the figures came with little stands that once you put their backs up against their... Like Lionel would, his arms could go up and hold up the sword, you know, that kind of a thing. But I always thought that was weird that Snarf came with the Thunder Tank. <laughs> yeah. In that new toy line. Like he was going to drive it around, you know, shove him in the trunk or something. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, um, so go ahead on video. Uh, you were going to go on to. Yeah, not video games, but just the little handheld electronic games because i remember having those around all the time back before game boy and uh you know at the height of nintendo and all that and and trying to be portable with video games uh i had a lot of those little lcd games you would find at like radio shack and such and one of the earliest i remember getting was in 1984 uh my grandfather actually passed away that year and my cousin, well, cousins, and my aunt and uncle flew in from Texas. And that was pretty much the only time. There was one other time that they flew in uh, around the 90s that I've seen them. But I've only seen them like twice in my whole life. And my cousin gave me uh, a Burger Time. That was an LCD little handheld game, you know, where you drop the burgers and you have the pepper to fight off the the uh, the vegetables with the legs, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, I, that was one of the first ones I had. So that was, you know, 84, around eight years old. Uh, I was carrying that thing in my pocket and on road trips and stuff like that. Um, that was one I had. I had a pocket Simon, not the big Simon that you'd put on the table and right. play the game. I had the pocket version. I remember playing that thing a lot. Um, like I mentioned in the previous show, I had the uh, Donkey Kong uh, tabletop arcade game. Mm-hmm. And was it you that had Pac-Man, you said? I, no, I never had one. I, I, I think our mutual somebody 
had it, but I don't remember ever. I know I never had one. It might have been him because somebody I know had Pac-Man because I remember putting them side by side and then like switching and we would play, one of us would play Donkey Kong whenever we would play Pac-Man and we'd switch. I can't remember who that was. Um, I had, now Radio Shack had a lot. Uh, one that I distinctly remember having was called Plane and Tank. And you were a tank along the ground and this plane would come in and like drop bombs on you and you had to kind of move the tank back and forth out of the way. Uh, like you mentioned, I had the Mattel electronic baseball and football games with was just right. the little red dots that you moved around. Uh, I think I played baseball the most just because it was a little more involved and you could change the, the pitch speeds and every once in a while it would do a curveball where those little red dots would kind of <laughs> curve their way into the plate, you know? Right. Uh, that was really fun. Um, and you can go Google this one. It was a tall white uh, game. It was called Galaxy Invader. And I actually, I don't know how, you know, sometimes like you go into the Google Play Store or YouTube or wherever you're going, they just recommend something and you're like, oh, wow. And it just hits you. Well, Google Play recommended this app and it was ba- it's basically that game. I was like, it was an instant buy. It was like maybe a dollar fifty or something. The app, but it totally mimics that original handheld game, and it was like Space Invaders almost. But you had the this. It was real basic. It was a silver little stick. You could move left and right, and then your on your right side was a big red fire button that you could fire up at the top. Um, it's called Galaxy Invader. Man, that, I remember playing that and the sounds from that and everything just kind of carried over uh, into that app. And then uh, I did have a couple different baseball games. One was uh, like a two player the that you could pitch once, you know, actually pitch the ball and play defense more. And, um, and I don't remember the manufacturers of these. And one was a, it looked like a stadium almost the game. And I, I think maybe that was two or maybe even four players. Uh, and that would have probably been like the early nineties when I got that one. Um, but I, yeah. And there's, I could list off a few more, but I'll kind of throw it over to you and see if you can remember any uh, like handheld electronic games. I didn't, had. I didn't actually have too many. I want to say I did have, I know I had a, a tiger game. I want to say... Oh, Tiger was big, man. Uh, I want to say it was uh, one of the sports. Uh, it's either football or baseball, but I only had one. Mm-hmm. Um, back in the day, I wanted to say there was a racing game too, but I can't seem to find it on my mm-hmm. search. But um, I had that, and the one that I loved, and I I literally found it in someone's driveway. <laughs> I said, oh, it's yours. I don't want it. Okay. <laughs> and then I've lost it since, and it pisses me off because it, it was a watch, a regular old calculator watch, but it had a racing car game built into it. Oh, cool. And I, that was the coolest thing. I, you know, I'm, I remember playing that in school uh, <laughs> with, with 
hoping that no one would catch me. Um, the same with my Pac-Man watch. It was probably around, I want to say maybe seventh grade when we were, no, it had to been after that. Right? No, no, it had been, I don't know. Anyway, I remember sneaking that in and somebody, one of the teachers caught me with it and <laughs> it, I never wore it again to school just because I didn't want to get it taken away. Right. Yeah, but I don't, I don't remember having too many portable games. Um, mm-hmm. I know I never had a Game Boy. I've played one, but I never had one. Oh, I remember having the Transformers watch. Not, it wasn't Transformers. Right, it was a knockoff. Uh, the, yeah. Um, it's going to come to me here in a minute. or Screw it. I'm just going to look it up. because Look, at, uh, cause I, just, I just came across it, and I lost it again. Uh, it's like Chrome something. Um, chronoform. I think it was chronoform. Uh, I'll find it here in a second, but I can't remember with the color because they come in several different colors. Um, yeah, chronoform is the name of the watch. Yeah, they, they did come in a lot of colors. Holy cow. <laughs> I can't remember which color I had, but I did have that where it was just a digital watch and then you could basically take it right off the band and it was a little robot. Uh, almost, it was almost like a cassette. It was almost like a a cassette from Soundwave or uh, Blaster. Right. But uh, I had one of those watches. I wish I still did. Because uh, I kept it for years in a junk drawer, I remember, in my room. <laughs> uh, it just probably got lost over the years. But I guess that's technically not a toy, but... Uh, per se. <laughs> Close anyway, enough. yeah, it was. Uh, those were very popular. Uh, when Transformers were, uh, you know, at the peak of theirs. Right. So. Okay. Well, uh, did we want to end it there? As far as yeah m- memories. As far. So to, you'd asked me. Uh, if we were running mm-hmm. out of ideas and I, I, I think we've, we've hit it mm-hmm. as far as ideas. So we were pretty spoiled, man. <laughs> yeah. Looking back, I think we were, um, oh my gosh, it's just the, you know, from action figures to you know, hot wheels and those cars and transformers and go bots, electronic handheld, uh, you know, I'm sure someday we'll go through our uh, our video game inventory and and maybe relive some of those games and our favorites. But we were not short on fun back in the '80s. No, <laughs> not at all. That's that's for darn sure. Well, I had. If you want to end on a fun little note, and um, what I was going to ask you to kind of end the show on was what's on, what's in your toy box now or your toy shelf uh, that maybe you collect that's kind of throwback or I guess what I would call retro uh, collecting. Well, you know, for years I had what you actually, I think coined as a Duke shrine. <laughs> yes. Uh, 
I still have it, uh, although it's not displayed, I still have most of everything. I have two or three models uh, for the Dukes of Hazard, the General Lee. Mm -hmm. um, I've yet to put together any one of those, uh, but I have three of them. Uh, I think maybe just two. Anyway, I have that. I came across a Roscoe model car and a Daisy's Jeep nice. uh, kit. Uh, there's all types of general leases of, I'll call it various sizes. Uh, I have a fairly large die cast model. Uh, I don't know the scale, but it's a, it's a substantial size. Um, mm. had a remote control one that my son decided to break. I gave it to him. I knew, I, I <laughs> knew the potential, but I thought Cooter still sold them. Uh, and I guess they don't sell them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, but anyway, um, lots of Duke's hazard memorabilia stuff. In fact, my mom had come across uh, a micro machines uh, size uh, Boss Hogs caddy. Oh yeah, uh, and it's still in the box. Nice. Uh, you got a ton of Duke stuff, I know. Ton, yeah. Uh, not as much as Cooter. Uh, <laughs> let's see i have i i think i said in the um our christmas list that i collected the 90s remake of voltron the plastic mm -hmm. set lion set uh i have with a lot of help from you i've been adding to my mask collection uh which is awesome mm -hmm. um and then the Hot Wheels, whatever stuff that comes out that was from our childhood, as far as the TV shows. So like the yeah. DeLorean kit. Um, I'm trying to think what that else whole, I came across. The A-Team cars. Yeah, that, that whole retro line that they've done has been really great. Yeah. They're, you know, it's a little pricey even for Hot Wheels cars, spending $5 on a car. They're a little bit bigger scale. And a little more detailed. I think some of them even have the rubber tires. But it's so cool. Uh, when I, you know, I remember when they first started putting those out, and you start seeing the Miami Vice Ferraris and the helicopter from Magnum PI, and <laughs> I mean, it's just uh, they've, they've done some really cool ones, uh, more than I could probably ever own. Not that I don't want to, right? Um, but e even with the regular, like $1 Hot Wheels cars, they've released a lot of those, yep. um, Hollywood, Hollywood cars. Um, there's even a, you know, a kit we've seen just within the last couple weeks in the stores. Um, yeah, they, I was down in D Disney in December, and, uh, or Orlando and walking through the target and there's. Uh, kit and I, I swooped that thing up yeah thinking it was one of the older models and like you said it, I, you think you think it's a re, re uh, uh, reissue style yeah it is yeah um, but yeah there's so, just so much and you you've done a unique thing I'm thinking about uh, we're actually in the process of uh, pre prepping to move but you did an interesting thing with yours where you took um those uh, stick-on, yeah, 
uh, tracks or whatever. That was uh, just wanting to display these Hot Wheels cars that I've collected along with my boys since they're huge into it. And we're always down that aisle. And I start seeing, you know, Ecto-1 and some of these other cars. I'm like, I got to get these. Right. And instead of dumping them in a drawer, I'm like, there's got to be a cool way to display these. And I went on YouTube and uh, there's a lot of people that will take just this real cheap trim. You can buy it like Lowe's or Home Depot and slide them down, uh, basically vertically down your wall. And you can stack up tons of cars that way. And you just put them in, uh, use those little 3M adhesive strips to uh, to hold the trim against the wall. But a lot of the ones I collect have really cool card backs and art and the collections, um, you know, I've collected, uh, I think there's about five or six from James Bond movies. Uh, we were digging through a bin on our uh, little <laughs> road trip to 40 uh, for Super Mario Brothers cars. Right. Um, the and then you found, I, you found uh, the Halo. Yeah, I found that, yeah. Because we're big in the the playing Halo, I found the uh, Warthog, and the ones that I'm just found that they had within the last couple of weeks are Ghostbusters themed cars. There's about six or eight of those, and they just have these really cool card backs. And I was like, I want to see them. I don't want to stack them up and hide yeah. those card backs. So I did it. I did a border in my boys' room uh, horizontally, two rows of just Hot Wheels cars on top of each other and went around the room. Well, about halfway around the room now with basically the ones that I've collected and kept in on the card and in the bubble. Uh, so I've been just kind of growing that <laughs> as I've, uh, as I've collected those cars. So that's a, a big portion of my virtual toy box uh, or a uh, uh, modern toy box now. Yeah, I actually did a cheap plug. I actually did a YouTube video over on uh, the Rediscover the 80s channel if you want to check that out. Um, but I collect a lot of Batman. Um, I have some like Batman 89 stuff. The Ertl made a whole line of uh, these uh, die cast figures and also some vehicles. I've collected some of those. And uh, uh, a couple action figures here and there. Excuse me. What I did get at uh, a couple of different places are these bendable Batman figures of the 66 series. And I've got uh, a lot of them. I've got Batman and Robin and Joker, Penguin, and Catwoman. Maybe even the Riddler in those bendable figures. Uh, those are fun to collect. Um, and I've, you know, over the last several years, I've gotten into comic books. So I've gone back and mainly collected comics from the 80s and short run stuff. Um, not a, not not necessarily the superheroes, but stuff like, uh, you know, they released three Voltron comics, I think back in 84, 85. Uh, Thundercats had a comic line that was, I think maybe 25 issues, something like that. Uh, and I like to find the little, you know, 
obscure ones too. I've the the Centurions, if you remember that show. Yep. They released a four issue uh comic book uh series. So I like to find and dig and of, of course G.I. Joe is one of the big ones that I collect now. Um I like to find the obscurities though. Uh I'm I'm cheap, so I wanna I wanna get a good deal. I'm not out to find like graded comics that are hundreds of dollars. But I would rather dig and find some obscurities and and read those. Right. And then my most recent purchase as far as toys. I had waited, hoping they would go on clearance. They finally did. Uh, saved. Uh, I basically got a figure free. Uh, <laughs> were the Ghostbusters figures at Walmart? The the classic ones. Oh, nice. They, um, this this was uh, maybe the the most I've spent on a on on action figures in a while or something like that. They're the nice, real tall. I don't know. They've got to be about seven or eight inches uh, of the four original Ghostbusters. And then come with the pack was uh, the ghost symbol that you could, there's four different pieces and you put it together and it glows in the dark. Uh, I I took those out of the package. I had to get those (laughs) out and play with those a little bit. And then the other two, I've, I've collected a little bit of those little Funko Pop uh, figures and things like that uh, that are based on the retro properties. Like I got Roadblock from G.I. Joe and Hulk Hogan and um, characters like that. But I did, I have gone out and gotten two sets from NECA. And NECA does a, a retro video game. Uh, action figure line basically from the NES. So it'll take the actual design or look, <coughs> excuse me, the actual design or look from the NES games and turn it into an action figure. And the, the ones that I have are Rambo from the Rambo NES game. Right. And the ones that I simply had to have were the Contra figures. They they released both of, of the blue and the red character from Contra in this awesome box. It looks like an NES box. Nice. Um, nice little display box. I had to have those. <laughs> <laughs> and those weren't cheap, um, at least for, for my budget. So I went out and uh, I got those when they first were released. I actually pre-ordered those. So I do a little bit of collecting here and there like that uh, as far as figures and um, Hot Wheels and just odds and ends. I like to go to thrift stores and and find some unique stuff there too, vintage more or less. That's where I, when I'm going to get something vintage, it's usually coming from there. And I don't usually go out and shop on eBay for vintage stuff unless it's something really specific, but. Anyway, that's kind of where I'm at um, today and, and how my toy box is... Uh, <laughs> Ever-growing. Ever-growing, yes. Very good. Good point. So, Well, partner, I think we, uh, I think we accomplished our mission in 
doing an inventory of our toy boxes as kids. Oh, I think so. And, and going down uh, the uh, memory jogger trail. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the next episode, what we want to get into? I was looking down the list, and there's so many, I don't, I'm not quite sure. I think it's actually your turn to really pick yeah, anyway. One thing that was been on my mind lately is more of uh, getting maybe back into sort of what we did in our first episode and, and really coming up with some memories, um, not necessarily based around uh, specific things, but, um, or, I mean, or we could just uh, try to come up with some school memories or just actual stuff or interactions we had, you know, in high school, um, different things like that. There's some specific topics I want to get into maybe a little bit later. Our memories of like uh, visiting the county fair and amusement parks and stuff at the end of the year and uh, on field trips. But um, what do you think about maybe uh, maybe coming up with uh, a few stories to tell around our school days? Or oh, I'm sure we out? could <laughs> conjure up several stories. Uh, uh, is there any just school days in general? Yeah, I mean, I know we had even written down, uh, you know, embarrassing stuff and uh, – I don't know. I I I, I want to kind of go down that road and uh, and really do some some memory jogging uh, and just things we remember, I guess, from school. Um, I do know we do have another opportunity to do a special episode coming up in February, and it looks like the topic is going to be uh, our '80s crushes which you've already mentioned a couple uh, while we've been going down yeah. doing this show. So I thought that would be fun to kind of dig into how, how obsessed we were and maybe some of the, the uh, shows or movies or whatever that impacted us. I don't know uh, if I want to go on this episode. I'm going to get arrested after this. <laughs> well, I I, I Technically, don't think you've ever like been a celebrity stalker, but um, um, um again, I I don't want to get myself arrested <laughs> or divorced for that matter. <laughs> well, we can be subtle with it. Um, it's up to you if you want to. I want to do, do it. it. I, I thought it'd be fun. fun, but okay. I, I got well. You can you can plead the fifth on uh, on on pegging any memories if you want to just announce a few and, and go from there. But anyway, th- I guess think about a, a, a show we can formulate around some of our school memories and let's roll with something like that for the next episode. All right. Yeah. I think it'd be just really school memories because a lot happened in school and I think we could, uh, we have some subtopics, but I think we could do it justice by one episode. Yeah. Well, and we could just talk about our school experiences probably unique to several people out there. And it was True. a small private school and we could run down like some of our favorite teachers and least favorite teachers. And we could get into, you know, that whole 
year, I think it was eighth grade, when we were essentially having school in the church that was next door while the school was being renovated to add on classrooms. And I could tell a bunch of stories about <laughs> having a school in church and oh, uh, yes. some of the other the instances that happened uh, in that building. Oh, yeah. Don't give it uh, away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. We can just, like run it down, I guess. Because we were there. You came in at what? What did you say? Fourth grade? I came in at fourth grade. We moved over there at seventh and came back across at eighth. See, I, th- I was thinking it was eighth. We were there and came back. It might have been. Ninth. Because I remember we had Mr. Wallace and that was eighth grade. Was it eighth? In that okay. building. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And I was there at that school in first grade right through till graduation. So, and a lot of the, our friends or mutual friends in our class, kind of that same way that had been there for a long time. And there was a few that came in towards the end and, and such, but, uh, oh yeah, I've got some stories. So oh, you do, <laughs> we'll go down that road. Yeah. Uh, the next time. Let's do that. Cool. All righty. Well, it's inconceivable that we've reached the end of a galaxy far, far away. Know what I mean, Vern? Were we live or is it just Memorex? Or do we lose the sweeps, leaps, and the creeps? Either way, Jason and I still thank you for joining us. And I just put a lot of lot of lines, a lot of movies in your head. Uh, so you're going to be going, oh, what the heck did, was this? A lot of those actually uh, this year, 2017, marks their anniversaries. So uh, all those lines are from the, I don't know what dates, I apologize, but a lot of that has an anniversary this year. So uh, uh, I'll let you guys, the listeners, do some homework on that. Nonetheless, we invite your jogged memories and comments via our social media and we discovered the 80s.com website. Uh, and stay tuned and listen to us as we go running down Memory Jogger. This has been a production of the Rediscover the 80s podcast. Visit rediscoverthe80s.com to find our show notes for this episode and others. Join us again next time for the Memory Jogger podcast.